2: So if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know words like c feature quite heavily. So if you've got kids listening or you're easily offended, I'd highly advise you to f- Esteem Deaf PALs, now it turns out some of you have been complaining that these episodes aren't long enough. <laughs> well then, you'll be dying to know that this isn't all of it, you wonderful twits. After you've finished hearing how your favourite guests are going to peg it, they join me over at Six Feet Under to read through your real-life death-related anecdotes.
0: Do you think we need more vigorous, yeah, more in-depth? I, in think, depth? I yeah. think a bit, <laughs> just a a bit sh- of a shake. <laughs>
2: Grab them by the... Sho- shake them. Shake them by the shoulders. <laughs> uh, for just 2 99 a month, you get all that and every episode completely ad-free. <gasps> the dream. So, as the Grim Reaper says... Get on with it and subscribe. Head to where there's a will, there's a for details. Right, let's get cracking. Oh, hello. I'm Cathy Burke, and welcome to this unlucky corner of the podcast sphere where every day is Friday the 13th. A black cat lurks at every corner, and waiting for you at the end of the rainbow is a big pot of shit. <coughs> welcome to. As we mooch along mindful of our own mortality, it's time to welcome our guests to this dour dungeon. While some podcasts do detective work, we investigate how you want to die and if anyone's bothered when you do. You know what they say, if there's no one at your funeral, it's because no one liked you. And joining us today to talk about their perfect death is the quite exceptional. That's nice. Nice to
3: have a jingle of your name. I've never had that before.
2: Little jingle of your name. You've never had a jingle of your name.
0: Never had
3: a jingle of my name.
2: Who's singing that, Kathy? Very surprised. That's Mr. and Mrs. Rathbone. Oh. Who uh, do all the jingles? Oh, lovely.
3: Oh, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Rathbone. (laughs) How are you, Kathy? It's nice to be here. Thanks for having me.
2: It's so lovely to see you, Nick. I think it's been a little while.
3: I think the last time I saw you was probably the Abfab movie, right? Oh my god! Which was so? When was that? Well, that I, Becca was pregnant with Finn, so that must have been eight years ago. Crumbs! Because I remember she had a Braxton Hicks whilst I was on set, and we thought that was it What's going that? into labour. It's like a fake oh, sort of. Um, oh, you're. not yeah, you <laughs> not me. About
2: Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think she set. was. Um
3: and uh and it was a false alarm. But I remember thinking oh, I might have to go. And I oh, had a, a really long wig on, if That's you right, yes, and yes. Thinking how, how odd it would be if I just turned
0: up
2: <laughs> <in the hospital laughs> dressed like that. Uh, that um, reminds me of a story of, of Judy Dench being at the dentist but dressed as Elizabeth the First of Summit. Absolutely you know. perfect. I love all those things. But the Abfab movie, I mean yeah. what I loved most about being involved with Ab, fab mm. was just the, the the different people. Oh, it was. I mean, sublime, especially for the movie. Yes, I, rem-
3: I remember <laughs> you. Um, Jerry Hall was in it, and you kept on. She just started dating Rupert Murdoch. I think they're divorced now. So yes, I mean, and you were like, you were like ripping her. You were like, "Come on, then. When you, when when are you going to propose? When's he going to propose?" <laughs> you were honestly
2: saying that. Well, I was. I was just a little bit fascinated because nobody. Well, actually, nobody was talking to her about no. Murdoch because. Elephant in quite. the room. Yeah. It was the elephant in the room. Anyway, eventually, me and her were on our own, and I said to her, so is it true your dating room? Nobody had talked to me about it, Kathy. Everybody hates me for dating him, but he's the first man that's asked me out, she said, in five years. Aww. So, you know, and I thought, well, no man's asked me out for ten years, and I'll still <laughs> fucking go out in Murdoch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I remember it was so surreal. I remember sat there, and I was quite, not not shy but kind of mm. was surrounded by lots of like sort of proper names and yeah, like faces famous, and just finding beautiful. it quite overwhelming and mm. i think i sort of sat in the corner like just reading a book and um and and it was there was like baby spice lulu yeah. jerry hall <laughs> you who i knew so that was fine and then and then Gwendolyn christie she was great
2: gwendoline christie isn't she great really, a beautiful tall, tall woman that she, was in she was in like, game of thrones game of time. thrones yeah. yeah. And, um, and well, I've got a fabulous photograph actually of her stood next to Jimmy Cranky <laughs> oh, because wow, uh, yeah. Jeanette Cranky yeah, was in. Yeah. And of course, when them two walked in the room, no, again, nobody fucking said anything. Yeah. And I was just like, photo opportunity. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But I tell was you what so was great. really weird was when we were uh, we were sat in this little room, Jeanette Cranky and Lulu and. Yeah. Uh, Joanna, and they were talking about mattresses, you know. And um, so anyway, I do a little sort of little tweet and I said I'm sat here with Jeanette Cranky and Lulu Mm. and and Joanna (laughs) Lumley and they're all talking about mattresses. And then some people that I follow on Twitter said, have you read this book about the Crankys? Yeah. That they'd written, I think, in the 80s or something. Anyway, and they started sending me bits, filth. Oh, my God. Filth, spit roasting. Everything, oh God, orgies.
3: What, this is in like an autobiography? Yes. Oh, oh my. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. It was extraordinary. Did you, did you, did you say me? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, was, I was so, so, <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> believe
3: it. I well, yeah, guess you can't say that. Uh, no. Oh, but, um, I'm sort of intrigued now. Yeah, I know. Not well, in that kind of way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of kind that. of like, oh, my goodness. But um, anyway, we should get on with... We should. Um, Sorry,
3: I sort of derailed uh, it by talking about Well, NFL. no,
2: no, no, because,
3: but, yeah. uh, well... Uh, well, it was the last time we... But
2: you're going to go... Let me, let me, before we start, are you going to do Mr Swallow? So,
3: so I've just finished a tour, basically, and then we're now doing a residency at the Duke of York's... Um, nice. I can't remember the dates. It's early September, 5th to the somethingth of September. Great. Um, so, yeah, I think start to the middle of September for a, uh, yeah, for a week or two or something. So, yeah, that'll be very nice. To I love Mr. Swallow place. so Thank much. Thank you. It's lots of
2: fun. It's sort too. of a little sort of aggressive side of you. Just sort you of just
3: can. camp and brash and just sort of just says it. Just <laughs> sort of, you know, kind of, you know.
2: <laughs> he's quite an angry little character.
3: Yeah, he's, I think he's got less angry, actually. as I've maybe grown a bit more comfortable with playing him i've I've, because i think when i first started doing mr swallow it was just sort of character kind of comes on at 100 miles an hour and doesn't let up and you could see people sort of thinking oh god is it like this for an hour <laughs> <laughs> and it is um, yeah uh, <laughs> you get your money's worth you do get your money's worth yeah um but no i do love it i love him it's great fun well we need to see him on the telly or oh god, you know. i'd love that well you know
2: I don't know how to get him on telly. I'd love to have a sitcom. Yes, Um, well, because I always thought because I've I re-listened when I knew you were coming on. I thought I must because I loved Sergeant Nick. Oh yeah, the the Radio Four show, Radio Four show that you did. Uh, it's so good, Nick. It's thanks, like thanks, It's just proper old fashioned. It's quite old school, isn't it? It really is. But so is intelligence. Yeah, that's a, like it's and, a, like I mean, a cartoon intelligence. In I mean, way. but it's brilliant though. And you and David Swimmer. Is it Swimmer or swimmer? That's uh, Swimmer. Schwimmer. Schwimmer. See I didn't watch Friends. Oh. I wasn't a Friends fan. Yeah. So he was a bit of a revelation to me. Oh wow. On intelligence. Oh I love that that's your introduction to David. That's oh, phenomenal because I because I'd say that's you brilliant. know brilliant.
3: Oh, this is the thing. You forget how how much of a clown he is, like a proper old school physical yeah. comedian. And he used to do a lot of that in Friends to be fair, but right. but god he still goes for it. Like everyone in that show is so great, but he yeah,
2: I mean he just set this
3: incredible bar and,
2: and what you a and treat. him are great it's a great double act and honestly Nick I think you're one of these country's sort of unsung heroic
3: oh, fucking
2: script writers because I don't know maybe you because you're not a pushy cunt like a lot of them <laughs> I think that's probably, you know what I mean, because they're all pushy cunts, aren't they? Yeah. And you're just not like that. No, know?
3: I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather not be. But then I don't know. Maybe I should be. Maybe I should become one in, in as I...
2: as I I'm 42 now, Cathy. Wow, yeah, look at you, 42. little baby, <laughs> little baby. Well, you are. I'm 59. Bless you. <laughs> no, a good guy. Listen, uh, we should get on with the fucking sorry. We podcast, should. I'm so be. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> right okay so uh before you die because mm-hmm. it's all about death sure uh what would your last supper be well I I think I've decided
3: that it would just be a Chinese takeaway I love a Chinese oh yeah and I did feel like and I don't know if anyone said this before but I just don't want anyone to have to sort of do a load of washing after, you know doing a load of kind of clearing up <laughs> and I, I just thought from a practical point of view yeah literally just put it all in a bin bag and just put it outside oh right <laughs> whereas because my favorite thing to have would have been like a roast like the but the full works like a christmas dinner roast but the yeah. amount of stuff you then have to clear up and oh, i thought yes. if i die immediately after yeah i just don't want someone else having to clear up after me i oh, want to leave so it quite sweet. tidy so i thought a chinese and i love don't mean you know, i love a chinese so as what's well. your favorite from, from i would go for i'm not very experimental i go for like a beef in satay sauce okay very nice that's like the main and then mm. i'll have Usually, like, fried rice. Usually, like, a vegetarian chow mein or something. Mm. And, like, a few little starters. I mean, this is, like, sharing. I wouldn't just eat all this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spring rolls, um, the pork dumplings, like, steamed uh, rather than But you fried. could eat
2: it all because it's your last Yeah, meal. It's explode. So you could just be a piggy yeah. on your last, yeah. you know. Imagine, though, if it was sort of... Um, You know the beef weren't quite cooked. No, I don't want like a dodgy Chinese where I'm just sat on the loo Uh for like half an hour before (laughs) before I go. No, I want a good one. Lovely. (laughs) Well, okay, the Chinese meal uh, will be yours. Yes, thank you. So now we move on to the
0: (laughs) death.
2: Right. So the death. Yeah. How did it happen? It'd be quite nice to be
3: died doing something heroic. Oh yeah, nice. Like well. I don't know what. I don't know, like going to the moon or something, like sort of in a shuttle or something, oh, and you know yeah. doing something quite pioneering. Mm. I just watched. Have you seen on Netflix the days? Have you seen that yet? No. What's that? So it's about the Fukushima um, power plant. Um, oh disaster right, okay. In Japan. Yeah, uh, so yeah. Cool. And it's and it's strange because is I, it I, a drama? It Sorry, is. No, yes. It is. Oh, not comedy. <laughs> right. No, no. No, I meant documentary. Oh, no. I see. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's my new project. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I can't get it off the ground. (laughs) I've been complaining at the start. Why are these commissioners not... (laughs) And it is is quite a traumatic programme, but it is really just a huge account of these amazing acts of bravery. and, And it does then make you question god would i do that like would i right. would i ever would i sacrifice myself and i'd like to think that i would but then when it came to it maybe i, just, <laughs> no, I don't know just, but um oh i was just in the toilet
2: oh, the, missed,
3: oh is that what that alarm was that
2: volunteer <laughs> request oh, i
3: thought you told us to go home <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay so, so maybe so, some so maybe something a bit heroic and yeah. failing that dying on stage i don't know doing it like a a magic trick or something that goes wrong, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because how how long have you been doing magic for? Oh now? since I was four. Four? Yeah, I mean obviously I wasn't good, but like I got, <laughs> I got my I got my first magic set. I so distinctly remember it. My auntie Leah. She got my sister, who's a few years older than me, a Paul Daniels magic set. So this would have been in the eight late eighties. Yeah. And as a kid, you know, that, you know, it's like a superpower, isn't it? You, you know, when, yes. you, when you find it as a kid, it's almost always a defence mechanism, yes. which it was, you know, as a way of surviving the playground, you know. Um,
2: but it's just fascinating to me that you were a kid that had the magic set yeah. And and made it work and played with it. I remember getting one of those magic stuff. Oh, everyone does and, it as a
3: phase, don't they? And, yeah. Yeah.
2: And you sort of think and you do then you remember the little red cups. Yeah,
3: cups and balls and with stuff. The, yeah. And
2: the, then the little what's it called? A wand? Yeah, and magic the, wand. Yeah. Magic wand.
3: In fact I did some at a wake once. Oh you did? I did, yeah. I remember,
2: yeah. Somebody yeah. wanted magic. Yeah, weirdly, awake. yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Were they? Uh, was the the person that died a magician? No, I think or? they just,
3: they knew I did it. And like my family members were going and they're like, well, couldn't Nick do magic at it? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, all right."
2: Amazing. Yeah. Maybe they thought you could bring, bring them back to their life.
3: <laughs> or communicate with.
2: <laughs> Knock on the coffee table. Open yeah. sesame. Open, yeah, don't say open sesame, otherwise <laughs> it's, not, it's not open. Right, now you're dead. Yeah. Where would you like your an obituary to be, do you think? There's going to be an obituary. Oh right! Him. Again, nothing flash. So
3: there's a comedy <laughs> website. <laughs> quite, there's a comedy website called Chortle. Are you aware of Chortle? I am aware of. Oh great. So Chortle. is run by a guy called Steve Bennett, who who I've got a lot of time for. He's very well versed, like knows his stuff. Ah. Uh-huh. Critic. He's quite terrifying when you see him in the audience because you think, oh god, because he does have strong opinions. But uh-huh. often I agree with him to be fair. And even when he's sometimes giving me a bad view, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, recently it's all been quite fine. But he, mm. but. But I, I certainly as I was as I was sort of getting into comedy, it, it's just a it's a website where a lot of there's comedy news and you know there's reviews and you know it's where a lot of comedy industry folk probably find out some of the stuff that's kind of going on. Yeah. So I'd kind of go on there, you know, a couple of times a week, and I like, just like the idea of it just being a little headline on there because often you know news stuff about comedians is like that's they're the first time that you are kind of like aware of it. I guess Twitter now sort of. Uh, taken over but um, so something on there and uh-huh. I was doing I remember doing a play with um, with Tim Key uh, Katie Wicks Anna Crilly Johnny Sweet Tom Basden who'd written the play called was called Party uh-huh. and we'd done it in Edinburgh at the festival and then Sydney Arts Festival had asked if we would um do it there, which is great. And so they kind of, I think, um like paid our expenses to like fly over there and do it. Wow. it only, and it was only for like, I think we were only doing it for five days. So wow. just enough time to kind of slightly adjust to the time yeah, to the time and then fly back. And um but it was great because we all got to fly out together. But the flight, I think the flight back was really bumpy, like really turbulent. And I I don't mind flying, but it was quite intense. And yeah. um, And we just, we all, slightly to get through it, we started sort of um, trying to work out what the total headline would be if we all (laughs) (laughs) died on that. that. And we were like just coming up with just silly, like silly sort of headlines for it, like on Have I Got News To You or something. So I don't know. So yeah, just something quite low key, but on Chorsel, I think, like an industry website.
2: (laughs) Very good. Well, we'll make sure Mr. Steve Bennett is uh, on uh, standby.
3: Do we assume that I have to outlive all these people? No, hang on, because I because I would suspect. I well, you said earlier me. you
2: wanted to die first. Before oh yeah, your okay, peers. fine. Yeah,
3: yeah, but he's a bit older than me, but yeah, anyway, you that's fine. Man, I
2: think you still peg it before him, so you okay. could write. Oh, okay, your fine. OB, all right. Okay. You know.
3: Yeah, just checking on the technicalities. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is so important. yeah, it is important. We <laughs> <laughs> get it. right. Don't go
0: anywhere. We'll be back after this. Short BREAK Oh, Goddess Charlie, are you feeling all right? No, Kathy, I feel awful. I'm riddled with virus. Oh,
2: well, get out of this booth. I'm already full of lurgy. I don't want to get another one.
0: Oh no, not like that. I'm fit as a fiddle, fresh as a daisy, strong as an ox.
2: I get it, goddess. What's up then?
0: I'm exposed. I'm vulnerable, Kathy. My computer's been hacked. Oh, goddess, what were you thinking? Didn't your parents teach you about protection? I know, I know. But I've done my research and there is help out there. Have you heard of NordVPN? They're the Batman, the Luther of cybercrime.
2: Oh, that does sound attractive, but I'm not one of those tech-savvy types. I bet it's the right faff to get it
0: set up. No, it's just one click on the NordVPN app and you're protected. Your computer condom is on. Hurrah! Exactly. Their threat protection feature shields your devices from viruses, malicious malware and phishing sites. Also, one NordVPN account can be used on up to six devices. Plus, you can get access to streaming services in other regions.
2: Lovely. I bet that that's a pretty penny.
0: No, all that for the price of a cup of coffee per month. Belie me. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to NordVPN.com forward slash where there's a will. Our link will also give you four extra months plus a bonus gift. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And you'll help support our podcast. The link is in the podcast episode description box.
1: This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Oh, goddess Naya. Whoa, where are you off to, Cathy? You seem
2: like you're in such a rush. Well, seeing as though we've wrapped an hour earlier today, I've got time to squeeze in seeing my mate. But I still don't have any time to read my new book, catch up on the TV series I'm watching, or just have a second to relax and have some me
1: time. That's why I'm in such a hurry. I know that feeling all too well, Cath. Shall I give you some good old goddess advice? Please do. Therapy. It does wonders for people. It's a great way of learning coping skills and helping you to figure out what matters the most so you can do more of it. That's all well and good, but how will I even find the time for therapy when I'm always so busy? Ah, well, that's the beauty of BetterHelp Therapy. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge.
2: Wowza, that sounds like the absolute dream. I'll definitely be giving that a go.
1: With over 1,000 therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com wake. That's betterhelp.com slash wake.
2: Well, now we're going to talk about uh, reincarnation. I oh, love it. Do you want to come back as...
0: Animal, vegetable or mineral?
3: Well, I love that. That's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I, as a kid, I used to love the idea of reincarnation. Oh, really? And yeah. I w- wanted to come back as a dolphin. Nice. Um, then And then I saw Home Alone, the film Home Alone. Oh, yes. And then wanted to be Macaulay Culkin. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know if you can but But yeah. I think specifically Macaulay Culkin in that film. Yeah. Now I'd be like, I want to be Kieran Culkin in Succession. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. Any of the Culkins. Any of the Culkins. Um, and so, but now I think now I like to think of like rather than reincarnation it's sort of like every day you get to experience something that was really fun in your like a really fun moment of life but it just happens on consecutive days oh nice so like, yeah
2: but what would you be there well I then? guess
3: i come back as me but just oh all, right but just do... reincarnated as yourself <laughs> it's a bit arrogant it's is very it? arrogant I know it is right, it is actually Jeez, I've never <laughs> 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 but but coming back to do all the fun things like going to centre parks when I was a kid which I loved or something like
2: that no well do you know but I mean it's sort well, of an like, a, is
3: that animal though isn't it no, right, well, yeah, yeah, or vegetable. well
2: you are animal we, we're mammals dolphin uh, is aren't
3: we the culkins are definitely animals
2: yeah are we animals or mam- mammals? Well,
3: we're mammals, but I guess animal, uh, like like mammals, comes under. If you're gonna, it was not. We we're not vegetables or
2: minerals. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Now, what I do love about this is you, you come across. You've always come across to me as quite a happy soul. Yes. So I mean, even wanting to be reincarnated as yourself, mm. I think this confirms. Um, <laughs> it that, is arrogant that, though. Let's it's not. not. It's not actually. <laughs> I, I think it's just. Co- you know, saying I- I've really had great times. I think, I think, and
3: I'm touching wood, but I am very lucky. Like, I have had lots of good times, and I, I'm i just very lucky. And I've always been happy in my career, actually, even when it's just been very slow burn mm. for the first like, five to 10 years. Yeah, yeah. It's because, so I got into comedy when I was at university, as in, like, when I was at Cambridge through the footlights. Yeah. Right? And that group of people who were like Johnny Sweet, Sarah mm. um, joe thomas simon but like a lot of that lot we were so supportive of each other we all like helped us out we all like did each other's sketches or we'd read each other's scripts and just do little notes like we'd all support each other we were all doing edinburgh at the same time Uh and like because you know you do hear sort of horror stories of sort of of starting out and then growing growing apart a little bit because you know one person has done particularly well but no we kind of we've always recognized that it's always a bit of a roller coaster for everyone regardless and it's really it's funny like the whole game of it is is funny but we've yeah. always always supported each other and that's but what that's it is. But
2: that's so nice to hear and so nice to know because when I started out in like the early 80s mm. and uh I just I just wanted to be an actor. Yeah. But then you know there was sort of comedy was mm-hmm. sort of knocking on the door and stuff and uh I did I, I didn't do stand up but I was part of an act for a while called Raw Sex right. with uh Roland Riveron and Simon Britt. And so we were sort of part of that stand up circuit. And I just thought, oh, God, you know, actors are so much nicer to each other. (laughs) Do do you know what I mean? Well, there is, because I think you're a company as
3: an actor. Yeah. You are a company, you know, in your job. And so there is an attitude, I think, that kind of goes with that. And you see it, and you see it when you listen to like people. God, like Judy Dench or I mean, mm. you hear, when you hear them, you know, with their huge, great breadth well, of I career, think It was, you the, hear them it was talk the lack of that.
2: support that I didn't like. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would see someone who I thought was brilliant mm. and I'd go, oh, so-and-so was great last night. And then you just get somebody going, oh, he's nicked half his stuff from so-and-so. No, right, yeah, it was sort yeah. of like, I was like, bloody Nora. No, yeah. I, I think I prefer being yeah. a bit of a lovey yeah. actor, really. i tell you what,
3: no one is more competitive than magicians. i tell you oh, what. Oh, really? Oh, God. The Magic Circle, the biggest bunch of bitches there's ever been. Really? That's amazing. You go on to any, there's some great magic forums called Once All the Magic Cafe, and it's just magicians just bitching about everything. Like, a new magic trick has come out. (laughs) Oh, it's not as good as this. Oh, well, I know the original. Oh, well, it's not. Oh, you need to present it like this. Oh, how much is he charging for that? It is, is,
2: I love it for it as well. Yeah, yeah. It is brilliant. That would make a good sitcom. Yeah, would, yeah. (laughs) Right, well, lovely. I think now we move on to... The funeral. So, lovely listeners, before we get into hearing all about Nick's fantasy funeral, if you find yourself wanting more fun death-related content, head on over to our subscription podcast, Six Feet Under, where we have bonus content from our wonderful guests. We read through your real-life funeral tales. And just as they were about to it just flew off. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely fine. So send your stories to Kathy at deathpodcast.co.uk to get them featured. Plus, you get all episodes completely ad-free. So what are you waiting for? Head to where there's a will, there's a for details on how to subscribe. Okay, back to the fantasy world, Nick. So yes. You're dead. Mm-hmm. What do you want for your funeral? Nothing too fussy. Um, <laughs> I feel like
3: Be- Becca always jokes that she wants the the works, but like she wants something really austere, like a state feet like like black. You know how oh, everyone, really? you know how everyone's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I don't want people wearing black; just wear nice bright colours. Like mm. she's like, no, people have to take it seriously. Okay. I want the full veils, <laughs> I want the full works. But I don't know. I'm quite. I'm. I feel quite chilled out. I haven't been to many, which again right. is I'm quite lucky having yeah. not been to many. Mm. I remember going to. Um, a funeral that I think it lasted like three hours. Right, <laughs> yeah. really? Well, they're long, there's long yeah, ceremonies yeah. and then, um, yeah, they're quite full on. But then, the, then on the flip side, the other ones I've been to, which are, are sort of our family, but kind of, we're not actually related by blood, like friends of my mums, um um like Auntie Dorian and Uncle Albert who we called, who were like our sort of grandma and grandpa yeah. when we were growing up. And they had humanist um burials like in the woods, like consecrated, nice. woods. Not, not just any other woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> an Uncle Albert, who was a small, frail man really, um. by the time he passed away particularly. And um, and it was he was being buried in a basket yeah. rather than a coffin. It was a coffin, but it was a basket and it yeah. biodegrades the and then they plant a tree it or, and and or with seeds or something and I think a tree grows where he was buried or something. So it's very nice. And I was one of the pallbearers for that. And I remember thinking, oh, it's going to be fine. It's just a basket and Uncle Al. But it was one of the heaviest things I've really? ever had. <laughs> know what was going on in there. Very heavy. Very heavy, yeah. I had to carry it with my brother-in-law and couple of other relatives immediate relatives of his and stuff but yeah it's fun yeah so would you want that would you want like a I think. So. I think so yeah mm. Something, I like the idea of somewhere with a nice view uh-huh. yeah I like that there's a lovely I don't know if you've ever been to St Ives I love St Ives beautiful we love it and um, there's that lovely graveyard on the side you know where there's like, like um, it's near a car park actually <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. a car park and then this graveyard that just looks out to the North Atlantic, uh, to the yeah. Atlantic uh-huh. and it's just beautiful yes. I don't think I'd get, get a place I think you have to be a member of that parish but
2: uh huh. Well, I well, to, to get a plot. You I mean think to get a plot? I don't think yeah. you can just say it, I'd like that. And um, Foy? but July, so Foy? but July, yeah, Foy, I love Foy, Beautiful. but that's where lovely Dawn French. I know, yes, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, And you know what was funny because I've worked with Dawn um, a couple of times, uh-huh. um, but I wouldn't say I know. Her. In that, I'd like know Jennifer a bit more because of AB Fab and I've got a yeah. number to text and stuff. But I don't know Dawn, <laughs> Dawn so well, but she's lovely. Yeah. And I and I knew where she lived in Foy because I think part of like one of the little bus tours they literally. Pointed it out or something. Yes. And I knew, and we'd done this um, uh, film for Sky, um, and I. And I and and we just done it like and I and we were in, then in Foy and I think I said to her, said oh we we're popping and she's like oh you should say a like as a joke yeah and we're walking and like, and I was like should I should I just sort of like say oh hi do you remember and I and I out I thought I shouldn't um, but, um, but yeah I think she might move now but anyway but yes, yeah it's, I think but she it's, has yeah, moved but it's gorgeous Foy it. that's lovely
2: Foy is beautiful I mean I, lo- I just love uh, Cornwall it's, beautiful. it's, it's fantastic yeah, it's anyway um, what about uh, getting back to your uh, funeral mm-hmm. and, and who's going to be your pallbearers do you think.
3: I I I just you know what I thought I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> like just the last four people that I text. Oh really?
2: So I do that four people. Don't How you many do you have? Six? Oh, was it six?
3: Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, I
2: thought. Okay, well, mind you, you might have a small coffin, so because yeah, I'm yeah, going <laughs> those children's needs... <laughs> coffins
3: because I can fit into kids' clothes. So why not get a kids' coffin? <laughs> I'm not that wear kids' clothes. But... Uh, Let's have a look. Oh, right. Matt Peaver, who's just text. So he's going to be one. He directs all the Mr. Swallow stuff. He's a brilliant guy. Great. Also is a brilliant um, teacher at Lambda. Mm. Um, But he's an amazing theatre director. Uh, Becca's on there, my wife. So she's going to have to be one of them. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Charlie. (laughs) Charlie. Goddess Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) One of the producers. She's doing this. Lovely. Sorry. (laughs) Kitty, my agent. My mum. Oh, Um, oh, and Ty Evans. Who's Ah. that? Now, Ty Evans is a brilliant director from the States Uh who has made this amazing documentary, um, uh, a skateboarding documentary, and he's working on something that I can't say what it is, but him and I are working together on something for somebody else. Okay, um, which I will—I'll tell you off air, but like, yeah, the, tell me off air because I'm NDA'd. Yeah, all oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. weird but, old thing, isn't it? But yeah, but he. So there is that six. Was that six? That's six. Oh, there we go.
2: What right. a mix! I know a very <laughs> good mix. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you all get on. Yeah, goddess Charlie will be, um, and when she suddenly gets a call out the blue, <laughs> sorry, Charlie, <laughs> in about in about forty years' time. Yeah, you and my mum up front. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How are you going to get to the funeral? Oh, just in Toyota Yaris, I think. <laughs> because we're in denial about We've got this Toyota Yaris, which we've had for a while. It's tiny. It was tiny when we were a family of four. Okay. I like the idea of this Toyota Yaris. i <laughs> even being able to fit a coffin in there as well somehow. On the roof. We're going to get a roof box. To go to Cornwall, yeah. we, we realise, because we're there for a week, we're
2: going to have to get a roof box. Yes. So, yeah. So Especially on my way here, I was literally on Halford's. Oh, Halford's really? Because you to need get, to get, you know, all the baby stuff. Get all the baby kit in there. Yeah. And are you airbnb in it?
3: Uh, yeah, we're staying in a place called I think it's called Sail Loft. It's like a little thing of like it's a few little cottage chalet things as part of a little complex. Oh, I want to come. Can I come?
2: You come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you You could babysit. I Don't just fuck off, babysitter, you man. leaving <laughs> out. Down the beach a... <laughs> with a big spliff and All right. looking at the light. But what on a, on a night? Then me and Becky can get. Do you know what? That's You're true. You're high as a kite. No, no, no. That's after. true. I could, be, I could, I could babysit yeah. for you. Actually. Yeah. Auntie cash, Yeah. Finn and Alfred would love it. They'd give you a run for the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I yeah. yeah. I bet. I bet. Oh, I love kids so much. Bless them. Just very sweet. So, so what about music, Nick Muhammad? What? Oh, well, music's
3: so important.
2: Yes, I mean, it's important to everyone's lives, isn't it? But like, I feel. But you play instruments, I don't do. you? So I play. We violin. saw you on Ted Lasso oh, playing yeah, I the find, violin. I do play As if it couldn't get any more fucking schmaltzy. We had to have our oh, let's get Nick on the fucking violin. <laughs> yeah. Jason found out. Literally, Jason found out I played the violin. He was like,
3: "Yeah, that's going in." I'm like, "Okay." Definitely... I, I so I Becca and I met through all. Orchestra. so we played in ah. the Durham University orchestral society um and we were it's so nice because we were like great friends mm. and then
2: did you always fancy her though
3: oh yeah yeah. yeah 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 but she was like way out of my league uh-huh. as in like she's like mm. really gorgeous so we would bond over music like all the time she's an amazing pianist and plays viola as well like incredibly like she's brilliant uh-huh yeah so we're all like we're always always playing and um I love it. I'm a huge like. I, I've always loved film scores. Like yes. ever since I was like little, would listen to. Film school is a like huge John Williams fan and like uh, have now incorporated yes. that like Mr. Sondheim's like with Jurassic Park so you know I've kind of Oh uh, yes. Like, did he do Jaws? He did do Jaws. Yeah, so maybe that, is, not is that. He was coming, well, in was coming out? It feels a bit threatening, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> like the <laughs> that the coffin's going to move. Um was that a Jurassic Park theme? It's See, sort of, I don't know that one. Oh yes. Yes. I've never seen Jurassic Park. Oh, Kathy, what? I know. You have to watch it. It's it's my favorite all-time favorite film, really? and it's massively stood the test of time. It's brilliant. Uh-huh. Oh, it's amazing! But on, I do listen to him every day, and probably have since I was like ten. I mean, like it's mad. Really? Oh, on, but honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's every, It's that I will. So, always, what sort of stuff
2: will you, list, make all sure you listen? All of his film
3: scores. So, like you know, yeah. a lot, a lot of kind of compilations of stuff. But Star Wars in list, Jurassic oh. Park, the Harry Potters, like Indiana oh. Jones, E.T., yeah. like all of his like. He's just. Uh, Absolutely, and he's a very humble guy. I mean, uh-huh. like he's inc- like just a, oh God, I adore him.
2: Great. Yeah. Well, that's what you, you're going to so be. So you're just going kind to of have a lot of John Williams, I think. No, no, great. Wonderful. So who would you who would you want to meet at the Pearly Gates? I think John Williams.
3: You want it to be I mean, John, I mean, John Williams? I think so. That would be lovely.
2: But will he be conducting it? a piece of music oh, that'd to greet nice. you? That would be
3: nice. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Oh, you went, da, 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 <laughs> Yeah, as I, as I walk towards him. <laughs> oh. I mean, he'll be really freaked out by that. But... <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, oh, it's so
2: sweet that you're oh, such a fan. I, I know. And...
3: I, I and I've considered like, should I try and write to him or try? Oh, have like, you never would he, a- would he ever be aware of like? I mean, weirdly, because of Ted Lasso, because Ted Lasso is so beloved and obviously an American yeah. show. Like when like we went to the Emmys because the show had done well. Uh-huh. People like Patrick Stewart were coming over. Yeah, yeah, And like William H. Mason were coming over. And I was like, oh my God. And so now I'm like, I wonder if John Williams is here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like,
2: yes. Oh, but you never
3: know, do you? For like. Well,
2: that's yeah. it. Well, yeah. hopefully, I wonder if he listens to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake. Oh, well, there and you go. Now, I've heard he's a huge fan. And now he will know <laughs> what a great inspiration he's been to you, I well, suppose. Well, honestly, he has been. So yeah, he's at the Pearly Gates. He'll be at the Pearly Gates. The You. So uh, who have you got to do this for us?
3: Well, I've actually brought somebody along with me. Oh yeah, um, who's going to come in and and deliver the eulogy, if that's all right?
2: Oh, of course. Yeah,
3: I did ask Tim Key, but he didn't get back to me. I think he's filming. Tim, K- <laughs>
2: he's done this. Tim I know Key. he has. That's why I asked him. <laughs> <laughs> so who's um, this? Oh, is Mr. Swallow coming?
3: Yeah, Mr. Swallow's going to pop in and um, just do. He's
2: just going to say a few short words. He's not oh, nice. It. Well, this is a first for us on Weather's Widow's Wake because usually it's yeah, done. Yeah, let's go and get him. Right, Hang on. Great. Hang on. So he's gone off to. Get Mr Swallow. i a little bit nervous Mr Swallow because he can be a little bit aggressive but uh let's... Hey, What's
3: this? Oh uh.
2: my lord it's absolutely <laughs> boiling in here Good grief. Hello Mr Swallow. <laughs> Hello Cathy. Right love. Oh
3: Christ who's still just this seat? What's going on with all this See? All these candles. Oh my lord <laughs> Right, why am I here?
2: We're going to do a eulogy for for Nick Muhammad. Oh yeah, no. Who I yeah. do believe you were you were great I friends. Do
3: well, yes and no. We have an <laughs> odd relationship, if I'm honest. I mean, he's trying. You know, we're trying his best. He's never managed to get me the you know the show that I want. You know, the TV vehicle that I've been itching for. But oh, yeah. frankly, you know, look, he's done he's done wonders for me. I'm actually based on a teacher that he had. Okay, um, she was. Um, I've never said her name, so I won't. I won't yeah. say it now. But she she taught. English, and she was like this. she talked like this. Uh. And she was, in all honesty, she was mad. Right. Um, she's no longer with us, sadly, And so I sort of think of this as an homage. Okay. Um, but she, um, yeah, she just sort of occasionally just would walk into the room and go, right, we're having a debate about capital punishment. <laughs> and, and we're like, well, can't we just do the syllabus? Well, look, um, Greer is is all right. He tries his best. He hasn't managed <laughs> to get me a sitcom. Come back to me when he has. Um, I'll see you later. How's that?
2: Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah. Great. Well, beautiful. Nice to see you. I'll see you you later. Just go and get Nickingham. Okay. Oh God. Mind how you go, Mrs. Swallow. Well, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> How was he? Was he alright? Oh yeah, he okay. was <laughs> He was as, as you would expect Yeah, short short and sweet Very short, very
3: sweet Okay,
2: good Yes, good. yes, quite aggressive uh, Yes, <laughs> I love that you described him as aggressive <laughs> He is verbally aggressive He's to be very fair. verbally aggressive He
3: just bulldozes into
2: the room Yes yeah. Well, I think you'll be very pleased actually With his little with what he ho- said. homage oh, Yes Good, okay, good Don't go
0: anywhere We'll be back after this
2: short break.
0: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again.
3: when they were talking about someone whether they wanted to be buried or cremated. And he said, oh, well, you could have a bit of both if you want, to the person. (laughs) And they're like, well, what's that? And he says, it's a bit like starting a jacket potato off in the microwave. (laughs) And then I used that in intelligence, that joke. Um, Anyway, so I... But in real life, I definitely want to be buried. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Partly because I feel like if there's ever been a a mistake and I'm still alive, I just feel like I could escape from
2: that. Okay.
3: Because I feel like I've done done Houdini and the water tank escape and things like that I feel like I could somehow I feel like I could do that whereas I think if I was crema- if I was put into the furnace that would be horrendous and horrible if you were still alive and that would be and it. I think that there's no way I'd be able to escape from that so See, f- a
2: lot of people do worried about being buried alive yeah and- I but I get it but it's surely no more scary a
3: furnace is horrendous yeah right? yeah it's the end of Sweeney Todd when she gets chucked Mrs Lover gets chucked into the furnace it's terrifying oh that's right oh, Yeah, horrible yeah There's that original recording with Angela Lansbury and you hear the scream oh, oh it's
2: terrifying yeah <laughs> you just reminded me though actually yeah. talking about baked potatoes I think it's in um, Sergeant Nick Mohammed. yeah and someone talks, uh, asks uh, him about... Um, <laughs> Is it about the yeah, potato about, um, no, 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 it was about um, what would your last meal be? Like, I don't know, jacket potato. Maybe. Uh, yeah, jacket but it was potato, just, cheese and beans. Just yeah. fucking so ridiculous. <laughs> that Because a jacket potato as your last supper. Oh, no. Anyway, anyway yeah, yeah. sorry, I've we digress. Digress. We digress. Just because I love it so much. So um, what do you want in a gravestone? I was thinking
3: about this, and I like the idea <laughs> of, of of like instructions for... English like um like knock one for yes two for no yeah. just like a kind of like a sort of a you know like the psychic thing you know kind of yes. as if, so some instructions with how to communicate with me okay um yeah so i think that i think it's just a set of instructions
2: oh nice yeah and would there not be a little magic trick or something? Oh yeah, that could happen maybe. Open sesame. Okay, <laughs> 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 just
3: if you say the right yeah, if you say that right, it kind of all it all opens up. Yeah, maybe, maybe, or maybe like smoke. You know how it's sort of like you can sort of get like a puff of smoke or something like just something that gives oh, it a nice yes. sort of theatrical feel, mm. something like that.
2: Like in carry on screaming. Yeah, that kind of yeah yeah, 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 exactly. From, yeah, yeah. All the gravestones. Yeah. And, Great song, Carry On Screaming. The cars were, Carry On Screaming, wow, <laughs> Carry On Screaming, wow. Because when you're screaming, I know that you're dreaming of me. that's <laughs> great. Isn't that great? It lyric? is, great. <laughs> it, it really is, yeah. Okay, so now we move on to The Wheel
0: and the Wake.
2: So, what's going to happen?
3: The Wake, I just think it should be a, a show. A variety show, so I think, but it'd be all the thing, like all the brilliant, like so. I'd love to see like like Darren Brown would be on there, mm. like Torvald and Dean. I'd love to see, like Torvald and Dean like doing Bolero or something, you know, oh, that'd be great. Right. But like people in their element as well, not not kind of older versions of you. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed and Dean. Like I'd love to have seen Michael Crawford as Phantom. You know, I'd love to have oh, seen right. him as like
2: the original Phantom, so... I've spoken to Michael. Have you ever met Michael Crawford?
3: No, I've not. No.
2: I think they're going to do um, a revive because it's 50 years this year, if some of us do have them. It probably is, yeah, the 70s, wasn't it, when it came yeah. out, so yeah. And, uh, and a little birdie told me... That him and the wonderful Michelle Triste, uh are doing an interview together. Okay, which they've never. No, I uh, haven't spoken no. together for no for, for years.
3: But they're not doing a show. They're not doing like a special I don't like think a one-off. So, no,
2: because I think they did something for comic relief or something oh, a few did years ago.
3: Oh, okay. I'll definitely tune into that. Yes. but I love. I mean, I I was obs- as a kid, I was obsessed with him because I loved that he could you know he could be like an actor so he could do phantom yes but he could sing and he could like he was in barnum He sort of like do magic and juggling and then and a stuntman basically right you know and i
2: loved that he was like triple threat in that way and then also having this amazing comic time oh
3: god yeah yeah phenomenal yeah Yeah. and i I loved it absolutely loved it it's
2: great well um so so you wake Yeah,
3: so it's a variety show. Torvald and Dean. Torvald and Dean, Darren Brown, um, Uh yeah, a bit of Michael Crawford, maybe David Copperfield doing one of his big, you know, his big illusions. Oh, yes. Like a big sort of vanish or a car vanish or something like Uh that. Sort of, Artistic sort of flair on display. I love seeing all that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's what I want to see Nice. At my wake. So I'm in, I'm assuming I'm kind of watching it from you know,
2: but of course, from the ether or whatever. Yeah. yeah well, well, you're reincarnated as yourself. Well, yeah, I am
3: back. So, <laughs> I could be. I could go on. You, you could go I could on and, go and do on the swallow. Last, oh, an hour. I'll
2: headline. <laughs> How arrogant! I'm headlining my own wake. <laughs> right and all because <laughs> you are one of my favourites. <laughs> so this all sounds very nice. So now we're going to talk about wheels. Mm. So. What you got, who's getting it?
3: Well, the oddest thing is, and I'm not saying this to make it up, we literally did our wills last week. Amazing. We'd never done them before. Uh It's quite bad because it's like in our 40s, but we were like, oh, we should do our wills. Yes. And so it was really interesting. Like, there are sections of wills where you can, like, leave stuff, but then choose to not leave stuff. Because obviously, everything will go to Becca if I, Uh what's it called? Is it like if you predecease? There's like really old, like, language in the will as well. but, yeah, you can sort of leave certain things out. But I think I think it would all go to, like, Becca and the kids. Apart from... So I've got a good magic book collection because I've oh, just been buying them since I was a kid, like, yeah. saving up pocket money. And even now. And I feel like that's quite valuable, but only in the right hands. Do you know what I mean? Because <coughs> yeah. it has to be... So I feel like I should donate that to a a magic club, maybe, like, you know... Bradford Magic Circle, or somewhere like that, so you know, because nice. they'll have a little library of their books which they can pass on to their members and stuff. And so, I feel like that, uh, that, that I'd probably reserve for them because Becca and the kids wouldn't get much
2: out of that. So, we've now got so you're reincarnated as yourself, mm. and we've um now got the Nick Muhammad Library as well. <laughs> no, you don't have to call it that, just just
3: like these books can just become part of like the Bradford no, Magic I, Circle. I, I think there
2: should be a Nick Muhammad shelf, a building, <laughs> well, a, a, a building, yes,
3: <laughs> a university building. Building, yes, uh, yeah, in very nice sandstone, yeah, uh, I like Nick, that. Nick
2: Mohammed corner, yeah, that'd be nice. Is there anything you are worried that somebody might find that you, you know, you sort of think I better get rid of that now or hide that now before I die? No, I've got, I've kept a lot of stuff, and I've like, I've kept a lot of like.
3: Even like all my homework diaries from as a kid. Really? I've got them all. Yeah. God, you're I mean they're so in Leeds. No, they are so
2: self-obsessed. No,
3: oh no, they're not. With, but they're not with me.
2: <laughs> oh, <right>. Very self. <laughs>
3: but I sort of feel uh-huh. like if anyone found them, they'd be like, "Oh God, you're really boring."
2: Are you a little bit of a hoarder? Then do you think?
3: Not, not a hoarder, but I like to keep. Like it's nice to have a, a memory of. Something. So for example, actually during film, like filming, like i It's nice to have like a a memory of a particular project oh, so whether right. it and sometimes it is just a script and I've sort of kept the hard copy script with like notes on the stuff mm-hmm. or it might be like something that I've been sent off the back of it like an ornament thing or a th- you know I mean Ted Lasso we get quite a lot of stuff because there's quite a lot of you know merch <laughs> because it's yeah. a football you know there's like a whole football kit and there's a whole like right. you know yeah, um, yeah. But, um, but yeah so not much a hoarder but I do like a little, to- a little token right. a little token of something is quite nice I like that <laughs> think it has to be Mr Swallow with the Jurassic Park song which start the the, the opening of that is oh no what's that and he's looking at a dinosaur <laughs> that's the first line of that to the job and it's John Williams uh, yeah he wrote it yeah the music obviously and so I quite like
2: Well, John Williams wrote the words oh no 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 he didn't know <laughs> there's no
3: words to it Christ no no I've literally bastardized it for all oh,
2: right people. yeah yeah
3: but um I put Mr Swallow put words to it so that oh no what's that is the first and, and that song because it, because I did it on like Cats' countdown and yes. it sort of went viral, I guess. And so uh. a lot of people sing that to me in the street. So <laughs> oh, really? it's the one thing that kind of <laughs> s- stuck with me for years. Uh-huh. And uh, and I do it in the show actually.
2: I think that's great. Oh no! Oh, what's, what's that? that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you put any lyrics to any other John Williams music? I've
3: I've dabbled in it, and <laughs> and weirdly when I was doing. Cat's counting, they were like, oh, "Have you got any? Have you got any others?" Uh-huh. And I and I said, "The thing is, the Jurassic Park one has." you know touch well, it has done well I don't want to do something and then it be like oh yeah, and I joke about in the set I joke about doing others and I joke about oh I've you know I've done a few now I've done Jaws ouch ouch ouch, ouch not me thought <laughs> and I like I kind of do and so I do like and I do like little bits from others but I've never done a full song uh-huh. um, but I don't know maybe maybe I should at some point
2: would you ever think about writing a musical oh god yeah well I've written the like the
3: Mr Swallow the last the Mr Swallow Christmas Carol and Houdini and Dracula Oh yes Were like mini I mean they were comedy shows But they, were, oh. they had songs in them And I like You know I love all like You know Tim Minchin's work like Matilda and Groundhog Day so great
2: And also your
3: friend um, Lynn Oh Lin Manuel, I mean all of his stuff's phenomenal. Jesus, yeah, and he's been writing so much of the new Disney stuff as well. Right, even the new Little Mermaid live action. I realised that the new song, or certainly the new lyrics, were written by him and stuff. So he's got his
2: yeah. He must be loaded. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, this has been beautiful. Thank you. It's been Um, fun. It's just been absolutely great. Great to have you on the on the show. And um, Nick, listener, is going to be on our subscription podcast Mm -hmm. Six Feet Under uh, where we're going to rifle through your real life death anecdotes and play a quick fire round of Take It To The Grave lovely so head to where there's a will there's a weight.com to subscribe so Nick are you up for joining me on Six Feet Under I absolutely I can't wait Uh, it's been so beautiful to have you here today thank you for thank you for the laughs thanks so much for having me oh he's going he's gone You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Kathy Burke. My senior producer is Charlie Morrell and my producers are Naya Dio and Katie Bowden, or as I like to call them, my producer goddesses. Sound engineer is Ed Gill. Marketing by Abby Brock. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. The executive producer is Ollie Wilson.